Happy Saturday, everyone. My name is Jane Darnell, and welcome to my J Talk. So today is the end of April, which means it's a guest episode, and I am so freaking excited for our guest today. It is one of my best friends in the entire world. Hello, Colton. What's up, everybody? He said, what's up, everybody? Um, so you guys always know that I love for my guests to pick the topic that we talk about. And so Colton, why don't you go ahead and tell us what that topic is today? Uh, the topic is expectations of people in our lives and then the expectations that those same people also place upon us. Which when he sent this to me, I was like, holy cow, that is an amazing topic. And it's one that him and I know very well, um, we have been friends for about five years at this point, which, whew, how years fly by. Um, and a couple years ago, uh, in 2020, we had one of the biggest fights that we've ever had. Um, and like, we did not speak to each other for about six months, and it stemmed from the expectations that I had placed on Colton. Nowadays, Colton is one of my favorite people. I adore this kid. That was not the case three years ago. He made me more frustrated than anything else most of the time. But it was because of the expectations that I had placed on him. So we are a lot happier being friends now. Definitely. And we're going to kind of talk about our journey and also just talk about expectations of people in our lives in general. So are you ready to get started? Let's do it. So starting off, I want to talk about the good things that come from having expectations of people because I find myself, um, I've tried been trying to get better at it, but I find myself placing expectations on people um, a lot. And part of me would like to think that there's good nature behind it. So I kind of want to talk about the pros first, and then we can kind of dive into that as we go. Sure. So what, what do you think is one of the biggest pros? Well, for someone who is as irresponsible as me, uh, I think knowing that people around me are expecting me to do things can help push me to accomplish these things. Uh, if it's something I completely disagree with, I don't care if you expect it. <laughs> but if it's something that I know benefits me as well, uh, then, you know, having those people kind of around me pushing me to be a certain way or act a certain way can help me, uh, you know, grow in that aspect. Yeah. Which I think is good. I think um, the, the first example that came to mind when you said that is like the parental aspect. Like sure. your parents want the best for you. And so, like, sometimes they're like, hey, like, you're, we expect you to go to school, make your bed, do your homework, and get a job. Definitely. And it can be really annoying, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I feel like there's so much pressure and expectations on me from my family. But then you're also, like, you get to an age that we are now, and you're like, wow, like, I'm really glad that my parents instilled a work ethic in me. And ha all these habits that they expected of me are now staples in my daily routine. Right, second nature. Exactly. And it stemmed from the expectations that they had on you in the first place. Sure. Um, I think as we get older, though, and our parents come out of that role of parenting, in a sense, then it becomes like, who do you, whose expectations matter? Right. Or do your own matter? Oh, you know? okay. I think by that point, you know, uh, for most people, at least, they're smart enough to start developing their own perception of the situations around them. And you know, not that they're always the the smartest or that they have the best outlook, but I do think it's important to consider yourself as well, regardless of what everyone else around you has taught you and you know instilled upon you. I do think that's important. I liked that a lot. That was a good that was a good point. Um, 
I feel like I've talked, I have definitely talked on here before about expectations. It was like a year and a half ago when I talked about it. Mm-hmm. But like having that in, like to me, I hold myself to a really high standard. I expect my to-do list to be done when my to-do list has 20 things and I had to work an eight hour shift. And, you know, sometimes it has to come to my expectations of myself. That's what matters to me in this moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that you can listen to what other people are saying without... Mindlessly following it. Exactly. Just applying pieces of what they're saying. Yeah. I I do think that that's an important aspect of that as well. Um, everything, that, everything that you hear, you should process, especially if it's someone asking something of you. Agreed. Even if your first instinct is to disagree with what someone's saying, I think it's important to always at least consider think about you know kind of break down yourself before you flat out or like okay this person's just wrong or vice versa this person's right you know you always want to break it down first at least yeah i i would agree with that so what are so we know that expectations can cause a person to rise to where they need to be and maybe push them further absolutely what are some other pros of expectations do you think okay well for me personally uh Expectation, I, I place a very negative uh, light around it because, okay. uh, you know, growing up, my parents just expected me to stay out of trouble, which is good. You know, right. that's great. And I, I'm glad that was their expectation of me. I've never been in trouble, never been caught, at least. Um, <laughs> but for me, you know, growing up, at least from my peers, because my parents were just, you know, very supportive of whatever I wanted to do, no matter how out there it was or whatever. But, you know, my peers always had a very different perception, a much more, uh, how would I put it, like a structured expectation of me. Like, you know, you really need to do things this way or doing things this way leads to this. But in the back of my mind, always I would challenge that. I'm always like, okay, like maybe you can achieve that doing this a different way than what you're telling me or doing this a different way than what's been done before, you know, unlikely you could say, or illogical or whatever, but I'm always one who likes to experiment in everything I do, even if it comes to achieving a goal. You know, a lot of people have like an A to B uh, way of reaching that. And me, it's like A and whatever happens after that, it could be C, it could be (laughs) F, it could be Y, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so expectation for me has been bad because I always feel like I'm failing in a lot of ways because I'm not following a very structured, uh, you know, way of doing things. And a lot of people around me are very put off by that or assume I'm just a complete idiot. And in a lot of ways I am an idiot. Uh, Uh, but I take, I take pride in that because I always feel like when I converse with somebody, I always say something that they had not thought about or I've considered something that is not in the A to B structure that is very important in the grand scheme. I we're going to we're going to tell a little story time here. We and I think part of the reason that I love so much that you and I are having this conversation about this topic is because of the evolution that we have gone through with it mm-hmm. because I very much will tell myself right now I am very much um, one of those people in your life who was like, like, I would be like, what do you want to do with your life? And sure. you'd be like, I want to do this. And I'd be like, okay, well, here are like the steps to do it. And then you would, you wouldn't do the steps the way that I wanted you to do the steps. I was like, okay, why, why can't you see that it's A, B, C, D, E? Mm-hmm. And that caused a lot of problems because at the time you were like, 
no. Like, I'm going to do it the way that I want to. Like, I'll listen to your suggestions. And that's something I've always appreciated about you is that you listen. Always. But if you don't want to do it, if you don't think that's the way to do it, if you want to try something else, like, you're going to try something else. Definitely. And that's something that when I was 18 and we were friends, that bothered the fire out of me. But as I got older, it's something that I really appreciate about you now. Sure. And I think for some, it's sometimes it really is how our brain is wired because like I could not do the things that I do without my A to B to C structure. Absolutely. And that's what works for me. So in my mind, that's what has to work for everyone. And that's not the case because not everything is going to work for everyone. Every, every person is different. Every, they have different resources, different thoughts, different feelings, different goals. Like it's not going to be the same. Definitely. Um, and so I think that if you can acknowledge that people are different, it will change the expectations that you put on them. Sure. Okay. I shouldn't have expected you to follow your dreams the way that I wanted you to follow your dreams, but I can put the expectation on you to be a good friend. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. So I think... But being a good friend is an expectation in itself. Right. You know, That's like... That's true. You, being a good friend could have a definition to you, but... That is very true. But some people you come across might not fit any of those things in your good friend uh, rubric, quote-unquote, but can still, uh, you know, show you that they care, you know, maybe just in a very untraditional way. And that... Look at that. Another thing. And, and here we are. And here we are again. Because <laughs> I would always get so upset that I'm like, why are you not being my friend this way? Okay? And then we have this whole... Let me just... Get, I gotta give you guys the timeline. Because, like, to me, to us, like, it makes sense because we've lived it. So, I met Colton in 2018. We worked together. And him and I uh, were fine. We were friends until um, July or June of 2020. Um, and then we did not speak for six months. And then, um, one day I was like, Hey bud, like hope you're doing well. And uh, he was like, Oh, like I miss you. Like, let's meet up. We had a dinner where we hashed everything out. And by we, I mean, I, I just kind of sat there and like, how could you do this to me? Like blah, 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 blah. And he just took it like the great person that he is. And then, um, 2021 was really us relearning how to be friends. We redefined the expectations of our friendship, the definitions of it, and 2021 was like 2018 where we were meeting for the first time. And then 2022 and beyond, it's been great, it's been besties. fun. Yeah, besties. besties. And we have so much fun together now because there's no more, we don't see each other once a week, like, you're not my friend. Like, it's like a, all right, man, like, if I don't see you this week, I'll see you next week, and if not... sure. I'll see you in a month. Like, but, but ironically, uh, we do see each other almost once a week yeah. now. It's because I think it's more enjoyable for us to be around each other. Because it, it was man. not enjoyable when there's all the pressures of, hey, this is what I'm expecting. It to has be. to be this it, way. It has to be every Monday from three to five, and you can't do anything else. And if you cancel on me, I'm going to be upset. Like, yeah. Right. So I do think I just wanted to give you guys that timeline because, like, it's it's been an evolution. Right. Like this this topic is very relevant to you and I. You yeah. know what I mean. I mean, I think it's relevant to everybody, but, like, I wanted to do this because it kind of covers our past, and it's just cool to see where we've ended up. Yeah, be- you know? because sometimes I feel like in friendships, sometimes you need to step away. I feel like, especially, it kind of came at a nice time. Like, 2020, everyone was kind of just mad at the world for everything. Um, but I don't think without that six months 
that we would be where we are today. We might still be in each other's lives, but it would probably be like a, like I see you on Snapchat kind of thing. Sure. Um, not where we're friends. Right. We wouldn't be doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Together. Exactly. And I wouldn't know what's going on in your life. I wouldn't know the latest tea. A lot of things in my life would be different right now. I think that that break helped because for me, then it was, do I care enough about Colton as a person? Without the expectations, without the hangouts, like, do I care about this person? And then once I was like, yes, my sense of begrudgment and like anger towards you was because I wanted the best for you. I was going about it the completely wrong way. And hey, I just want to say throughout all of that, I I knew from the jump that it was just your way of looking out for me at the time, you know, which honestly is a lot of the reason why I wanted you back like in my life, you know? Yeah. Because I, 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 knew, I knew it was good natured. Yeah. And I think sometimes expectations can be like that. It's just how you go about them. Absolutely. So I guess the next thing I want to ask is how does, like, how do you address, like, the expectations of someone? Like, if they're bothering you to the point where you're like, okay, I can't stand to be around this person because they're always expecting something of me, Mm -hmm. how do you go about that? Well, uh, first, I think you need to decipher how important this person is to you. Um, Do you want this person around or do you not want them around? Uh, And if the expectation that they're placing upon you is so out of who you are as a person, I just think you need to be direct and tell them you want me to be someone I'm not. Oh, I liked that. Telling them you're asking something that is not me. Right. Especially if someone has, if someone knows you enough to have an expectation for you, then they know you enough to know the kind of person you are. Or should, at least. Like, yeah. like do you like me, or do you like uh, this image uh, in your head of me if I follow this guideline you've set for me? Whew. Child. Okay. All right. All right. Look at Colton spitting out the wisdom. I can't help it. He's, I can't help it. I'm just so smart. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really do think that sometimes we get so attracted to the idea of who someone can be. Definitely. And I'm guilty of it myself. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm over here talking down on expectation, but I place it upon other people, like, you know, subconsciously half the time. And if they, you know, go out of this realm, I'm, I'm very hurt or I'm very confused because, you know, I've fooled myself into thinking like, oh, they're capable of this. They're going to do things like this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a shock anytime they don't. Right. That's a good point that... Because you did mention that at the very beginning, like, that we also place expectations. Like, I'm sitting here talking about all the expectations I've placed on you. Sure. And in the reverse. Like, to me, like, when I think of you, I'm like, oh, yeah, Colin doesn't place expectations on anyone. Like, just because I'm so extreme in that. So, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, he, you just show up and smile. Um, <laughs> where, like, I didn't even think about that. Like, you yeah. have expectations of the people in your Everybody life. Everybody in my life. Uh, whether whether I think they're right or wrong, I I definitely am guilty of placing them upon ev- almost everybody I meet. I just try to be very aware of that. Uh, but sometimes I get lost, and like I said, when they go out of that realm of what I expected, I'm I'm hurt. And I think that's another thing that comes with expectations, and this can kind of be seen as I'm gonna say a neutral. There's the pros, the cons, the neutrals, um, where. Sometimes we get so excited about who someone can be to us, who someone can be for us, who someone can be in their own life, like the potential that they have to reach that when they break that expectation, it crushes us. Like I think, once again, going back to parents, because for some reason, 
you're not my dad. I'm not your mom. For some reason, I'm thinking of parents. I, I feel like the first time that I ever told my parents, like, hey, like, I want to drop out of college. I didn't. We all know I didn't because of the expectations they had on me. But, um, like, that hurt them because they were like, we know what you can do. We know what you're capable of. And you just, you've always been in ac- academia. You've always, like, been a student. And all of a sudden, you just want to, like, quit. And at the time, I was like, okay, why can't you guys see that this is making me miserable? But now that I'm on the other side of that, I was like, it's because they knew the potential of what I could be. They just didn't go about it the right way. Like, eventually, like, sure. we, we found the middle ground of, like, transferring schools. That worked really well. Definitely. And so sometimes it's that bit of compromise. Like, hey, like, I want you to be this because I know that you can be this. And I'm going to sit here and tell you this way, but you're going to respond to another way. Right. I, it's like a it's like a temporary misery for future happiness. Where are you coming up with this stuff? Just talking, bro. You're just talking? Just talking, bro. This is crazy. I'm just going to start recording all of our conversations. <laughs> We're gonna, you guys are going to get like a, a weekly. I'll just feed you on Wednesdays. And Let's do like, it. Let's like, do it. Colton Hour. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to my day talk. This is Colton Hour. I love that. Temporary misery for future happiness. Just because I want to ask and I want to be nosy. What is the biggest expectation someone has put on you that you have just had to reject? That's a tough one, man. Um, it's tough for me to, to, you know, single it out into a single expectation. I'm not trying to sound like I'm high and mighty or beyond other people around me, but I just really feel like I see the world very differently than most people around me. So it's, it's not a single expectation for me. It's kind of a culmination of all these little things that I should quote unquote be doing. Mm Mm-hmm that have uh, honestly bothered me and continue to bother me as I get older. For example, um, driving. I'm 26. I don't drive. I don't have my license. I have attempts, uh, and it's expired. Uh, but here's, here's, here's the kicker, y'all. Here's the kicker. I know driving is important. It's convenient. You know, it's how 90% of the world gets around probably, probably more. Uh, but the only reason I want to drive it's not for the convenience or for the ease. It's so that way I can tell people I drive. Mm-hmm. It's so I can fulfill that expectation, feel a little more normal in a situation, and, you know, quote-unquote, fit in, uh, and just feel less left out. Because I always feel like an outlier when I'm talking to people. You know, uh, so yeah, I don't know. That's just an example of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to drive... Uh, because of the convenience, I could care less. I've walked my whole life. And, you know, that's probably stupid. I think it's kind of stupid myself. I solely want to drive to fit in. Period. Uh, like, whenever I approach a woman who, who I like or whatever, my first thought is like, oh, well, I don't drive. This is going to go bad. As soon as she finds that out, her expectation is already ruined. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I was kind of interested to see what... Because obviously I only know the expectations that I've placed on you. Sure. And I don't do that anymore. I've chosen I've chosen peace um, <laughs> with with you and the people around me. But I um, that that's interesting to me that that's the one that you chose. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a, you're right. A lot about you is very against not against the grain, but just not normal. Yeah. And not in a sense of like oh you're a freak, but like no, you just see the world differently. Yeah, it's just not very traditional. That's that's the word I was looking for. Non traditional. And I, I do take a lot of pride in that, but it, it does cause me a lot of issues as well. Like, 
you know, deep down, I wish I wanted to drive. Like, it just makes sense yeah. through and through. Like, there, there's not a single downside. But, man. Car repairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have fun paying that insurance, man. Oh. I got two legs. He said, I got two legs. I don't need insured. <laughs> that's interesting. I'm, I, that's an interesting one that you picked. Sorry, I'm like... See, no, that's fine. I, I just picked it because it's just... It's probably the most prominent expectation uh, in my life. Like, it's one that I think about daily, constantly. Mm. Uh, so, I just wanted to cover it. Yeah. So it's very relevant to me. You and know? That's valid. That is so valid. I, um... What is... And you can pick... Obviously, don't say names. Unless... I mean, unless you're talking about me, and then you can. What is one of the biggest expectations that you put on other people? Um, normally I'm a very reserved person. I, it's quite rare that I do things for other people, uh, as terrible as that might sound. Doesn't mean I don't love them or like them. It's just, I'm so out of sight, out of mind, I genuinely forget. But, you know, uh, if it comes to like a romantic interest, I'm able to kind of focus in on that and you know, do things for this person. Like, I, I want to do things per, for this person. I'm actively thinking about it. And because that's so out of the norm for me, I feel like it's, like, extra special when I do it. Right, okay. So when this person is receiving all of these things from me that are not typical, and I get nothing in return, it is utterly crushing. Ah. But they don't know it's not typical. Right, that's, an, that's, that's another true. crazy expectation yeah. I put on. How would they know that? How would they know? I've never if, said that. And especially if that's if you're treating them how they would see as normal. Oh yeah, like right. They're just gonna think it's me being me, but I mean they don't know. It's not their fault. Yeah. But it still hurts me. It makes me have animosity towards them, and that's unfair to them in a lot of ways. Right. Yeah. So. So I kind of want to ask because you said that you know. You were doing something for, you know, someone or a group of people or someone you've come across in your life, whoever, that, you know, this is out of the normal behavior for you, but they think it's being normal, which is fine. But then at what point, I have to ask, do they just expect you to keep doing what you're doing without any sort of return? Like, it's, I get into a lot personally with myself and the people around me where I'm like, hey, I'm not asking you to do what I do. But, like, at some point, I'm expecting you to do something, anything, mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Well, it's tough for me because I am very guilty of almost never returning. Uh, so this is a very selfish problem of mine. Like I said, uh, I typically don't tend to go out of my way to do things for people. Makes me sound awful, I know. <laughs> uh, but at what point... Uh, do they think that it's just... Can you rephrase the question again? Like, just... Hey, here's the thing. Every time that we go out to dinner, I pay. Mm -hmm. Okay? And maybe now that you're expecting me to pay. So now when we go to dinner, you get an appetizer and two entrees and dessert and you just expect me to pay the bill. Mm -hmm. It's like, but at one point, like... Like, can you pick up a meal once in a while? Like, can you do something? Mm -hmm. Well, I would say that... Unless you directly tell this person that it is bothering you, uh, they are honestly of no fault. Okay. Unless you voice that it uh, doesn't feel right to you, then why would they not continue to let things go the way they're going? You know, it seems to make you happy. But I think once you voice your opinion to that person that 
you know, I have no problem doing all these things for you, but I would like something every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, I think if they continue to expect the same things out of you, uh, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, I don't think they're actually considering what you're saying, and they're so used to the cycle of you doing these things that they might just blow you off or not take you serious because it's like, dude, you've paid for my last 30 meals. Like, shut up, pay for the 31st one. Right. You know, I think it can become like a comfortability thing for a lot of people. And, you know, being comfortable is what a lot of people strive for. And giving that up can be weird. It can feel weird. So, you know, it can be hard to find that middle ground. Uh, but if the person you're speaking with uh, doesn't want to put in the effort to achieve that, are they worth keeping in contact with? That is a really interesting thing that you brought up and it made me think of something that kind of happened last year for me um last year when i turned 21 um i had one of the worst birthdays like my family did an excellent job of making it special but i was expecting more from my friends i was expecting for them to do something because i am very much someone who birthdays are a huge deal to me i try to make my friends birthdays a big deal like whatever and so the day kind of came and went and uh nothing happened and um, I got really angry. And when I was reflecting on that, I was like, okay, I have allowed people to not have to put effort back in, not think about me the way that I think about them. And I say this all the time, I don't expect anyone to be me. I don't expect anyone to go out of their way to buy me 22 gifts for my 22nd birthday, okay? Is that something I would do for someone? Yes, but I also plan 75 years in advance. Sure. Um, but... I I had allowed that to happen. And I had even prevented it sometimes. Like, I know, like, last year, you were like, oh, yeah, you and I aren't doing gifts right. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then I had a gift for you anyway. And, like, right. that, I don't fault you for. And, like, when I, I think when I worked at my very first job, I would be like, oh, yeah, like, no, 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 like, birthday, like, you know, like, don't get me anything for my birthday. Because to me at the time, I was like, it's not right to want someone, to expect people to actually do stuff for you. But then as I got older and I started doing more, I started feeling resentful that people weren't thinking of me. I would, I would get mad at people because I'm like, mm -hmm. I get one day out of the year and like you, you text me at 11 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Like that's insulting to me. And so what happened last year after that, as I said, okay, how do I get people to treat me the way that I want to be treated? How do I let them know what my expectations are? My expectations to me have always been like, and you know, because they're my expectations, they've always been like low. I'm like, yeah, the bar's on the floor. Like, I'm asking you to send me a card. Like, I'm not asking for, like, a gift wrapped in a bow and, like, my face is the wrapping paper. Like, mm -hmm. so um, I had gone through last year and I actually kind of did, like, a hiatus on buying gifts for people. Um, and that shocked a lot of people. Christmas was pretty, like, I cut a lot of people from my Christmas list. I, you can't tell someone, hey, I expect you to get me a gift. I expect you to think of me on my birthday. Mm -hmm. But... You can kind of like, hey, like, I'm going to match your energy. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes like that's because like just because they weren't treating my birthday the way that I wanted it to. And I'm using birthday because that's like the most recent example in my Absolutely, life. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone's going to be listening to be like, oh, pretentious. And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> but um, it's it wasn't enough for me to like cut that person out of my life entirely. Sure. I wasn't cutting off all my friends because I'm like, you didn't make my 21st special. Like not a brat. I was just like, all right, I'm going to lower what I do so that your expectations of me are a little bit more in line with my expectations of you. Sure. And then I've kind of seen like when I turned 
22 this year, like, I, some of the people, like, I received more because they kind of got the hint of, like, okay, matching energy. Absolutely. Matching expectations. Because I think expectations sometimes are good and they're all right if they're matched. Yeah, definitely. And I think a really important point in all of that is to recognize what doing something special for someone means to each individual person yes. you are in contact with. Uh, like, for example, like, if my birthday rolled around and nobody got me a gift, but somebody took me out to dinner, you know, that would still be equally special to me. And I just think lots of different people have different ways of showing uh, that to their friends, you know, be it in a traditional or untraditional way. Um, I just think it's really important to figure out, you know, what this specific person does when they're doing something for someone, you know, as opposed to like what most people would do. And I think love languages play a lot into this. Mm -hmm. I always say that you have your gifting, or your, sorry, your giving love language and your receiving love language. Mm -hmm. So I show people love by buying them gifts. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that my mother instilled in me because she's very, she loves gifts. Um, And so, like, if I care about you, like, I'm going to drop cookies off at your house. I'm going to get you something Mm -hmm. fun and really thoughtful for your birthday. But, um... That's not my receiving love language. I love quality time. Like, if someone sits and spends time with me, that is how I feel loved in day-to-day everything. And so I think, especially, like, because I'm sitting across from you and I'm talking to you, when I realized that you were not joking when you are like, yeah, I don't hang out with people. I'm very, like, like I prefer to stay to myself. I was always like, oh, yeah, he just says that just, um, you know, like, just to, like, appease me. And then when I found out that that's just actually how you are, every time that you choose, hey, let's go get dinner together, or hey, like let's go do this, like I'm like, wow, Colton really cares about me. He appreciates me as a person, and he wants to spend time with me because I know that that's not normal for you. Not at all. So, like you said, understanding the people that you're placing expectations sure, on. Sure, sure. And um, a problem I run into is even after I understand somebody and truly understand them, I can still get hurt by uh, the lack of fulfillment of this expectation I can't seem to let go of. So I think it's really important to, even once you establish that, to just kind of, you know, take a breath and just assess yourself and be like, okay, at this point, am I, am I the problem? And I think... I think sometimes, and I think you and I have had this discussion before, it's always good to reflect on self. It's always good to say, am I the problem? Definitely. Sometimes if you've communicated to someone, hey, this is what I need to feel appreciated sure. and cared for by you, and they say, okay, yeah, I get it, and then they don't do it, mm-hmm. and you give them a ch- chance after chance after chance to fix it, mm-hmm. and you're patient with them, and then they still continue to choose to not to... I think you're the problem for staying. They're the problem. You have to take care of yourself and you need to remove yourself from that person, that situation. Right. And like we said earlier, you know, perhaps what we want out of people is literally out of their realm of character. Yeah. You know, and and that is just a a true reality a lot of the time. Like, you know, we can love people, uh, appreciate people, but like when you really get deep down, it's like, okay, are we compatible? Right. You know, like. I want these things. Are you even capable of offering them to me? And if not, 
should we be in contact? You know, friend, partner, whatever. I think that applies across the board. Yeah. I, yeah. And sometimes you just have to be like, not compatible with this person. Right. In this sense, the, the expectations that I have, even when I feel like they're on the floor. Yeah. They can't meet them. So, and there's nothing wrong with as you get older. And it's, uh, and honestly, I mean, I have a lot of my listeners are in their 20 age bracket. But um, even if you're younger, even if you're in your 50s, 60s, whatever, like there is nothing wrong with editing the people in your life. Not and at all. There's nothing. Some people call that selfish, but it's I like to think of it as protecting my peace. There are, there are plenty of people in the world who are going to love me. Not everyone needs to love me. I don't need to go along with everyone. I don't, or you should, you know, be civil with everyone. But like you don't have to be buddy buddy with everyone. No, and I think you can take a step back from someone but still be their friend also. See, that's interesting. And you know, maybe I don't know if I agree or if I disagree with that because I think sometimes like I guess if I step too far back, like you're getting a block, I'm not talking to you ever again. Mhm. But there are some people that I'm like, "All right, like you and I, we do really well when we see each other once a year." Let's keep it at that. Right. And I, so, yeah, that's kind of a, I guess I do agree with you on that. Because mm-hmm. if, if you have to step so far back that you're blocking them, then yeah. Well, yeah, so. I mean, if, you, if you're <laughs> stepping a... so far back, you never want to see this person again, then see ya. Goodbye. You know? Yeah. Exactly. All right. There are a lot of great points, man. Is there anything else that you want to say? Uh, I just wanted to apologize if I rambled. It's my first time potting down, y'all. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I think I'm good. You did absolutely fabulous. Thank you. So much for being on the podcast. I Anytime. loved having you on here. Hear that? Anytime. All of my guests have said that. I am four for four right now. Gonna go to Wendy's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys to the listeners. Thank you so much for coming to my J Talk. Appreciate it. Hopefully we'll have Colton back. We'll get into some more ideas. And um, I will talk to you next week. Goodbye. See ya.